This week, uh, as we mentioned, Shabbos Hanukkah. So as uh, Hanukkah begins, we start saying al We say it both in benching and in davening. And there, it's what's interesting about al is that it differs than Yalav Yavah and Ritzei. And if you forget al you don't have to repeat both not davening nor do you have to repeat um, benching. However, what's interesting is that if you forget it in benching, there is another way you can save yourself, so to speak, and that's in the end of benching, you can add it as a harachamon. So what you would say is, harachamon, hu yasa lanu nisim ufurkan aguras atruas amulchamas kamesh asisal avazenibi amen bizvanaseh, and then you say the al hanisim. Now, it's a, there's a sefer called Bukhar Shar, it's a very early halacha sefer, it's quoted um, by one of the commentaries around Shulchan Aruch, the Shari Tshuva, and he asks a very compelling question. He says that Alanisim is a haida, it's a praise to Hashem, and that's how we phrase it, right? Alanisim, Alagurus, Alchuas, we're praising Hashem for the, for the miracles, for the strength that he showed, for the awesomeness, and so on and so forth. That's what it is. It's a it's a haida. We that's why we added in Noida Lachar, we added a Vukhalachaim in Shman Esrei, uh by Maidim because it's it's part of praise. But when we say it at the end of uh, benching, end of benching is all bakashas, it's all things we're asking Hashem for. Harachamon, we're asking Hashem, the merciful one should give us this, he should give us that. And here too, when we put it at the end, we phrase it as a request. What do we, what do we say? Harachamon hu nisim. Hashem, you should do miracles for us. Uh, so he says that's, First of all, it just seems to be very different than the intent of Alanisim, and it's meant to be a praise, not a request. But more so, he says, who you can't pray for miracles. You can never pray for a miracle. Uh, yeah, there is even a clear halacha that you can't pray, uh, that you can't daven that if you uh, are pregnant that the baby should be a boy or a girl. It's too late. Once <laughs> after the certain amount of time, it's already even whether you know or not, it's already been decided. And for that to change would require a miracle. So the the halacha is you don't daven for something which is miraculous. So why over here are we davening for something that's miraculous? So there's a number of interesting answers, fascinating answers, which are actually pretty relevant for our, our situation we're in today. Um, the Bukharshar, he answers that the, since we are davening on behalf of a whole Sibur, we're davening on the behalf of all of Klal Yisrael, as we say, Yasalanu Nisim, he should do miracles for all of us, then it is permissible to daven for a miracle. And uh, he explains likewise that when we say the Yehiratzin, the long Yehiratzin at the end of Birchus Kahanim, when their Kahanim are singing the word Shalom, so one of the things you say there, So you should do with me Neflois, uh, amazing things, Venisim, and miracles. And you should do, make a good symbol, uh, symbolize something, demonstrate something. So he says you should really change the language to not me with me, because that would be asking for an, an individual miracle, which you can't do. Rather, you should change it to manu. We should do miracles with us, because that you could do. You could request miracles on behalf of, uh, of the whole Tzibur. So what, what this means practically is that the same way we daven for Mashiach, and that's going to be quite a miraculous event, according to how the Nevi'im have prophesied, many miracles will happen. So the sake of Klal Yisrael, Hashem does perform miracles, uh, openly, hiddenly, but he performs miracles sometimes, uh, openly as well, as he did with Yitzhak Mitzrayim. A person for himself can't and shouldn't pray for a miracle because that's, um, it's, it's asking Hashem to do something which is not, the person doesn't have the righteousness, he doesn't have the merit of, 
and it's presumptuous to ask such a thing of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but Klal Yisrael can expect it. Klal Yisrael does have those, those merits, and it doesn't even have to be all of Klal Yisrael. It sounds like even a group or a community. And uh, it's a good thing to think about when we are davening for Yeshua today, uh, in our situation as we are in, as Klal Yisrael is in, understand that we can actually daven for a miracle. And much of what needs to happen is kind of bordering on miraculous. So uh, this, this is a very important um, principle, that you can daven for a miracle as long as you're davening for the sake of a whole tzibur. Now, the Shari Tshuva, who's the commentary around Shulchan Aruch, and he was the grandson of the Bukhar Shar, he answers differently. And he says it depends on what kind of miracle you're davening for. He says you can't daven for an open miracle, a shinu hateva, something that changes the nature of the world, like Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim. Uh, that's why you can't daven that if it's a boy, it should be a girl, because that would be an open miracle. It would be changing the gender of the child. But the miracles of Hanukkah, he says, were not miracles that were, chain, that were changing Derech HaTava. They, they kind of occurred in what would seem like a natural way. They didn't openly change the way of the world. Now, it was clear that it was the Yad Hashem that was manipulating things, but nonetheless, it didn't change the nature of the world. So those kinds of miracles you could daven for. And therefore, he says, when you say this, he says, those are the kind of things you should have in mind. Those kind of miracles. Miracles which conform with the way the world works, even though they are miraculous. Now, what you have to understand what that means is like this. You know, there's sometimes the odds of something happen could be 1,000 to 1, 2,000 to 1, 10,000 to 1. After the fact that they happen, well, it happened, right? So it happened in a very uh, natural kind of way. But in, in advance of it happening, for you to think it's going to happen, for you to rely it's going to happen, it would be miraculous for such a thing to happen, right? So the, 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 the Yuvanim fought against the Chashmenayim, and they were vastly outnumbered. So, yeah, uh, sometimes the underdog wins, right? And uh, once in a while, they get lucky, and the, the enemy loses their nerve, or they make a mistake. Okay, it happens once. But how many times can that happen, right? How many times can that happen? Uh, eventually, the odds are going to win out. It has to. Right? So they, they won one war, they're going to lose the second one, and the third one, and the fourth one. How many times in a row can the Yavanim mess up? That was miraculous. There was no way in, the, in any person's wildest dreams that that would have been the outcome of the war, that they would end up being successful and victorious. It was all the, the percentages were way, way, way stacked against them. But nonetheless, once it happened, it happened in a derach hateva. And that, he says, is something that you could daven for. And that's, again, something which I think is what we're davening for, <laughs> exactly, uh, to, the, to the point, uh, what we're davening for today in terms of our situation in general as Jews, uh, because what we need, want to happen, we don't necessarily want an open miracle to happen, but for the success to be continued, uh, and to be success after success, and that nobody, uh, no Israeli soldier should go, get killed, and not a single one of the hostages should get hurt, and they should be returned. That the odds are unfortunately stacked pretty high against that happening, but that kind of miracle we could daven for. That is exactly the kind of miracle that we could daven for, and that's what we should be having in mind when we say Harachaman Huyasalanu Nisim. There's one more answer, and this is uh, quoted by Rabbi Biderman Shlita. Uh, he, he quotes from Rabbi Yisrael Nutanzan, one of the Gedele Adar, 200 years ago. He, uh, he says, that 
he says a very interesting concept. He says that it's true, typically you can't have him for a miracle. But there are times of year when Hashem relates to us differently. And he says, during a time of year that Hashem has in histor- historically performed miracles, so then that's the way he relates to us during that time of year. That's the schus of the time. That's the merit of the time. It's the, the inherent nature of the time. So he says, during Hanukkah, since Hashem did already perform miracles for us during this time, he says, this time of year, a person could dab him for a miracle. Also, something to keep in mind and a very, very powerful point. So, the three answers are, either the schos of a tzibur, the schos of a community, is something that enables us to ask Hashem for a miracle, or if the kind of miracle doesn't require the, the nature of the world changing, even though it's against all odds, that kind of miracle a person could dab him for. And lastly, during this time of year, during Hanukkah, a person could dab for miracles because that's the way Hashem related to us and continues to relate to us throughout all of eternity, that during this time of year, during Hanukkah, it's a Zman of Nisim. So a person can dab for Nisim as well. Have a good night, a good Shabbos, and a Freil Hanukkah.